Hello, everyone, and welcome to the last in a series of special podcast minisodes brought to you by Squiggly Online Animation Magazine and the Linoleum Contemporary Animation and Media Art Festival from Ukraine. Linoleum Program Director Anastasia Velinska and Squiggly Marketing Director Aaron Wood have teamed up to put together the screening program I'm Fine, a selection of the most relevant artistic expressions about emotional burnout and creative crisis. I'm Ben Mitchell, Editor-in-Chief of Squiggly, and I've been honoured to get to speak with some of the filmmaking talent involved in I'm Fine, whose insights into the relationship between mental health and working in animation will be presenting through this podcast series. In this session, we meet the filmmaking duo Conrad Yemley and Jacob Earing, whose final exam project at Volda University College is Pandiculation, an animated short about yawning, as the title would suggest. Also joining us is Anna Samo, whose film Conversations with a Whale is a love letter to artists, their art and its audience, in which a filmmaker is confronted with rejection after rejection until at last a beautiful fig tree bears sweet fruits. My name is Anna Samo. And the film that is screening is Conversations with a Whale. And this film was uh, the initial impulse to make. The film was that my debut film was rejected by, uh, like, the film that I made right after the school was rejected, like, by almost every festival uh, there is. And um, I was so spoiled with the being quite a successful student and having my films uh, ev running everywhere that I was, that I felt that something was really wrong <laughs> with me and with my art. And over the years, I, I felt like I just, I just need to change how I work and my creative process. And this film was an attempt to do that. Um, on one hand, it deals with all the rejections and how we as artists are somewhat dependent on uh, uh, on other people seeing our work and on our people on other people um, um, appreciating what we do but on the other hand uh, balancing it with why we actually do it and uh, it's it's my love letter to animation hi I'm comrades uh, I made uh, pandiculation together with Jacob uh, we made it as our uh, bachelor film in Volda uh Valde university college animation bachelor and uh yeah the film came to be uh in like the this the school year that sort of covid like started uh so like we did we were in the middle of like production uh like starting like cleanup phase when when the when everything sort of locked down for the first time and uh, so uh, the film might seem like topical, but it, the, the concept was just completely, it was, was not thought of uh, in the context of COVID at all. Uh, so it was more of a, a coincidence. Hi, I'm Jacob. Uh, kind of the, the whole background for the film was basically just that uh, Conrad and I had agreed upon that we were going to make a film together and then we... Uh, just struggled with coming up with an idea. And then uh, one day, uh, I think it was I, I had like this insane yawn uh, situation going on. And uh, we looked at each other and we were like, hey, this, there's something here. We should make a film about this. And then uh, the whole narrative with, uh, with the meeting and the Zoom calls and stuff, that kind of came later. And then, as Conal mentioned, we had the COVID thing, which kind of 
made it very, very relevant. So, uh, yeah. Going into the process a bit, do you, any of you find that the uh, process of animation or filmmaking or other kind of areas around it, uh, if that process has any kind of therapeutic value in and of itself? Yeah, for me, it's uh, the one thing that my brain can sort of do. I have ADHD and uh, I have trouble focusing uh, as the people with that condition do. But yeah, it's like the one thing that I'm able to concentrate on, uh, if that makes sense. And yeah, I often do find it a bit therapeutic, especially the like, like the nitty gritty animation itself, the part where you're just drawing without like thinking too hard about the actual meaning like yeah 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 if that makes sense like you already have you know like what you need to do you just need to do the work and that's that that part i do find quite therapeutic yeah for me it's i think that's why conrad and i work so well together because i'm really like obsessing about the whole meaning behind it and the storytelling and the constructing the story uh, aspect of it. So uh, my mind is also extremely kind of all over the place. I'm constantly thinking about the things and putting things in new perspectives and stuff. And, and just like, and that's just in my nature to, to reflect on, on life in general and how things work. And for me being able to kind of put some of that, those uh, ideas and and maybe some of the crazier aspects of them into a film and kind of make a space where you can where you can explore these ideas in uh, with these uh, boundaries kind of makes it yeah very therapeutic for me because like if I don't have any projects like that to work on I I, I go kind of mad so for me it's uh, actually very relevant yeah I often get this question in relation to this. A particular film if it was therapeutic or not uh, because I did have a, a like a, a really bad times after after being rejected and uh, like self-doubting blah 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 all this kind of stuff that a lot of people go through and for me in this particular case making the film wasn't the therapy my work is an extension of uh, my thought process and of my life and of my it it kind of just it's it's in a way a filter uh like you you see the world you you get the signals and then you signal something back through the time that you spend in the studio um and and i think also because it takes such a long time especially if you're working with you know i don't know i i work under the camera a lot and uh sometimes it takes more than a year and um I, I just, for me, it was valuable to to think about what I am actually spending my time on. There was so much time that I spend on that I wanted to make this process more enjoyable. And that was actually the some the goal, the little goal that I uh, that I put in front of me to achieve with this film. So yeah, maybe in a way it was therapeutic in this sense. But it wasn't like, oh, I feel so miserable and now like, I'm making this film and I feel better. It, it was a little bit different. Do you find that having to work to deadlines, either for clients or employers or uh, your university or yourself maybe, has any kind of positive or negative impact on how you structure your time in approaching a creative project? 
I, I love deadlines, even though I always break them, but uh, to have them is something that that is essential because otherwise, I, I don't know, it's just somehow you, you get into this limbo of making things even more perfect and more perfect. And sometimes it's really uh, it's wrong sometimes you just have to uh to say okay I'm, I'm making and especially if you work alone you just have to be forced to make a decision right now and uh not to postpone it to the next year i think yeah as much as i hate it when the deadline is coming up you know it's uh i think it's necessary to be able to be finished in any way for me i guess you can say the positive is that you finish the thing, <laughs> right? So for like structure, I'm quite chaotic. I usually, with like animation work, I've only like, I've been doing it just like in a study context now for quite a while. Uh-huh. And in the school that I'm, I've been doing it, you're just let, let alone. And then they, they just like let you do it sort of. Uh, and that leads to... Well, uh, there's like the only structure is that I, I wake up and then I work and until I don't, if that makes sense. The, having a deadline is like the only, the only structure that's like implied. Uh, and, and for me, it, it works. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I can say, really. Maybe Jacob has something more. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's crucial to have some boundaries to the things I'm making. Because if if there's no deadlines or any expectations in that manner, I, I just it just keeps growing and growing and growing, and I will never get to finish it. And uh, I mean, it's a very like relatable idea. But also, I think the other side of it, it's like if there are too many deadlines or maybe too specific, it can kind of uh, mess up the flow a little bit. Because some days I'll have like tons of inspiration and, and work very well. And then others, uh, it's different. So it's kind of like a balancing act, like having deadlines and being structured in that way, but also having enough space that you can yeah, have a more organic process and, and let uh, things kind of come as they, they want to, if that makes sense. Yeah. You mentioned um, lockdown before, and obviously that's something that we've all kind of been enduring the last few years did the lockdown situation uh, or other times of crisis perhaps you might have experienced uh, present any personal challenges as far as mood mental health staying motivated and if so what kind of thing helped you overcome that i guess i can talk about like for panoculation specifically sure. like the the situation like we were just working at the school uh, before the lockdown started and then suddenly everyone had to work from home obviously uh, and we were really lucky in a way because we were roommates at the time uh, and we sort of had already been more or less using our own equipment uh, to produce so we could just continue the production from our apartments. Uh, but the, the challenges that sort of came up with that were, of course, you know, the natural uh, sort of cabin fever uh, thing uh, and, you know, maybe getting a little sick of each other at some points. Uh, it all went fine. And yeah, thankfully it was like, it wasn't the a big part of the like a big part of the production it was the final like stretch uh and also 
thankfully we weren't on this one the deadline wasn't actually like a big sort of stress point we were sort of yeah we we, we didn't have like a big crunch in the end uh if I remember correctly, it's been a while now, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I it's, I, I think, I seem to remember that like we, we like finished everything we needed sort of in time, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, after that, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been tough at times. I've been just studying the whole time. Uh, I've been doing a master's in Boulder after finishing the bachelor. And thankfully there has been like, uh, the situation in Volda specifically has allowed there to be physical sort of lectures, uh, quite a lot through the whole master's program. And yeah, it, it, we haven't re really felt it as much as many other places, I think in Volda specifically, but it's still been, it's still been tough at some points. And yeah, I think having somewhere else than home to work, is like, the sort of biggest factor for me it can become very very hard to work and live in the same place uh, especially when you're working with something like animation that's like it takes so much time <laughs> but yeah thankfully the school like has been open for at least going there and working well the years kind of leading up to the the bachelor film and also during has been uh, rough for me as well i like my mom got sick uh, like a year before we started with the bachelor and uh, so that was uh, quite a tough experience and uh, so for me i think leading up to the the assignment it was very important for me at least to 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 make a film that wasn't too serious because I really needed some positive kind of lighthearted energy. And so in, in that way, it really helped to work on that project specifically. And also when COVID hit, having something to do, like a, a very specific goal, and as Conrad mentioned, being able to basically do the same thing just at home was a big, uh, a big help. Yeah, I guess that's what I have to say on that subject. <laughs> At the beginning of pandemic, I felt like, oh, everybody, welcome to my world. <laughs> You're all sitting at home and doing your stuff now, <laughs> alone, <laughs> a lot of you. <laughs> um, I, uh, but of course, it's of course it's taken the toll in in the in the way that you are connected to the world, and uh, I or well, I am I feel connected, uh, and of course, like. It, there was the time where I felt like not only I was feeling miserable, but everybody else also did. And of course, it affects your mood. Um, for me personally, right now is even more challenging time because I originally come from Russia. And what is happening right now is really just putting everything in question. And I... I started a project I was working on uh, on it for uh, it kind of grew out of of this pandemic feeling and and then the war started and I was like why what is is this relevant at all like people have such different problems now this is just like what why am I doing this um but again this is a good thing because it's uh something it's it's a something that you have to think of that you have to and again as an artist you are you don't live in a in a absolute little absolute bubble um and you are connected to what is happening right now and just to figure out how to balance this um 
actuality and something that is timeless um, has become one of one of the premises for the for the film that I'm doing doing right now. So it's kind of this constant question and response. But of course, for like for a couple of weeks, I was knocked out and I couldn't do anything at all um, before I could I could gather myself again and just be at the animation desk again. So um, yeah. <laughs> Similar question, but a little bit more specific. Something we're asking everyone. If you've ever experienced specifically burnout, and if you ever have, were you able to overcome it? Was there any kind of specific self-maintenance you had to undergo to sort of move through it and carry on? It's interesting because I don't think I've had like a burnout with the, with the work specifically, but uh, it's almost like I've had a burnout with just my mental health, like just like thinking too much and constantly working on stuff. So in that regards the whole like I've, I've really had to be aware of the way i manage my uh my thinking and my uh, daily habits uh and make sure that i'm doing things that are actually healthy for me and like because it's easy to think like oh if i just think about or trying to fix every problem in my mind that's like a positive thing but you can quickly turn on you and just become this huge kind of pain in the butt but i haven't experienced it with with work i think not yet so i never had a burnout but i'm constantly dealing with uh, stuff like self-doubts and uh, uh, light depressions that do uh, become obstacles in my work um and i just developed like some strategies to overcome this uh, by recognizing that the hole is coming close and by doing some activities that helped me uh, get out of it, like, for example, I got a hobby playing a trumpet or uh, just doing something that is not connected in a way to, um, to you know, your daily work. Um, and the other thing is my problem is that I work alone and I don't see so many people. Uh, so I started um really working on getting out and uh seeing people other than uh parents in school um but but it it for me it is work because uh you have to reach out you have to make yourself go to this event you have to organize a babysitter you have to do this you have to do that um, and it's so much easier not to, but uh, it ends up uh, taking a toll of my, on on my well-being. So um, I just, with with couple of years, I developed this uh, strategies to um, to work around it um, because otherwise uh, it's just not productive. Thank you to all the filmmakers for their time and insight. And to see more of their work, you can find Conrad's latest project, The Harbor Master, on Instagram at H-A-V-N-E-S-J-E-F-E-N. Jacob's website is jacobeering.com. His name is spelled J-A-K-O-B-E-I-R-I-N-G.com. And you can see more of Anna Samo's work on Instagram at Samo Animation. The first screening of the I'm Fine program will take place on the 27th of August at the UK's Chichester International Film Festival. A subsequent screening will take place in early October at the UK's Bolton Film Festival. 
and the screening will be available on the MeGoGo.net media service during the Linoleum Festival, which will be held online from the 7th to the 11th of September. Lectures and workshops will also take place during this same period, so be sure to check out linoleumfest.com and squiggly.com for more info as it comes. You can also find us on Instagram at linoleumfestival and at squigglyanimation, respectively. The I'm Fine project is supported by the British Council under the UK-Ukraine Season of Culture. And I've been Ben Mitchell. Until next time, happy and healthy animating.